Welcome back to A Spring Club Disney and a huge welcome to episode four of our podcast. Uh, we can't quite believe that we've hit four episodes, um, so thank you if you're still here. Um, you're, we're still talking because people are listening, so that's good. Um, so this is the fourth episode today um, and Rose going to tell you a little bit about what we're going to talk about um, during this episode in a second, um, but just some kind of milestones for us since you've last heard from us. Um, we finished our 31 day photo challenge, which was great. Um, Rosie and I both managed to keep to it, which was like personal bests. I've never stuck to one before, so I was quite impressed. Um, so thank you so much if you got involved with that. Um, it isn't like specifically themed to a month. So if you wanted to still kind of get involved and do it yourself, um, like we've had people ask if we're planning one for September, um, not at the minute because we're still recovering from the August <laughs> one. Um, it is available on our Instagram channel like as the um as the layout so feel free to take it and use it however you want and just tag us in there as well that would be great um and then we've also hit 100 listens on this podcast since we last um, spoke to you so thank you so much we are we were so excited we were texting back and forth <laughs> and we were on like 82 and then like 99 um so we don't know who 100 was but thank you to all of you for listening because you've made us hit 100 so we really really appreciate it um, and here's to the next 100 so uh Rosie's going to tell you a bit more about what we're going to chat about today yes well just just um, building on what Katie said yeah thank you so much because 100 listens I don't think either of us dreamed that that would happen especially so quickly <laughs> let alone ever to be honest so <laughs> thank <Yeah>. you um, <laughs> but today we're approaching probably one of our most controversial topics but also mm. I think exciting topics I think yeah. the Disney community or even people not in the Disney community love talking about Disney parks because everyone wants to go to the Disney parks like it's just one of those dream like holidays that you go on there's just so much to do and obviously one of the things that you do when you go is you go on rides so today we're going to be talking about Disney ride changes so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about a few rides from Disneyland Paris and Walt Disney World um, this is because these are the two parks that we have the most experience with which Casey will discuss a bit in a bit more yes. in detail um, so we'll take a few ride changes from each park and we'll be discussing the old ride versus the new ride and whether they think that that change was impactful, unnecessary, pretty insignificant or one of the best things Disney's ever done. There's lots of, <laughs> lots of different options um, and I'm sure this topic can get pretty heated with other people as well. I'm not anticipating that so much from us. I'm thinking... No, I think we'll agree. I think. I we'll think find out. so, but maybe, you never know. But I have a feeling some people who are listening oh, may yeah. disagree. <laughs> well, we certainly know some people that get a bit defensive <laughs> about certain things we've all so read the comments on instagram haven't we we have all... yes but about you know one person that we know in our disney lives who never yes. wants to change anything so um yes. yeah i agree <laughs> <laughs> so yes and actually building on that then this is definitely an episode we'd love to hear your opinions on we'd yes. love to hear what you think of all these changes that we're about to discuss and whether you think that they were necessary or actually if you've got any ideas and um, what you would have done instead like anything like mm -hmm. that we'd love to hear any of your ideas about these right changes Please stand clear of the doors por favor manténganse alejado de las puertas so then We'll move on to our first Disney fun fact. I hope you've been enjoying these, by the way. I think these are one of my favourite parts of our Yeah, episodes. me too as well. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've had comments from people that have listened to it, and they're like, it really breaks up nicely. So, so yeah, the first one today, then, is in Disneyland, California, the Pirates of the Caribbean ride cost $15 million to build in 1967, which is crazy since the whole of the park only cost $17 million to build when it opened in 1955. And the huge cost was because the ride was built underground 
I mean, there's lots of things that I take away from that. Firstly, <laughs> rides are expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think you realise how expensive they are to make. Yeah, I was like, million? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa. And that was back in like the 60s. Yeah. So imagine how much like what flight of passage I now mean, and how large the queue, yeah. the, the screen, the, the everything. Imagine, I don't even know how much No, that was. I'm, I and it, it also just speaks volumes about how much money Disney actually have and gained during the yeah. period from when it opened. I thought that because I thought, so within those like 10, 10, like, yeah 10 years they must have made mm. so much money and thought right we can splash out now <laughs> yeah yeah they're like we can have an underground ride like let's go like clearly they didn't have to hold back no they were like let's spend all the money so yeah that's just that's really cool i love that yeah. but also i mean disney to be fair there's probably another reason why it costs that much but it links to our other fun fact later so we'll talk about that one later oh um, the suspense i, know, I, so <laughs> I didn't even realize it was underground which is so stupid because you walk under you walk down steps so no. I feel quite stupid now that I never realised that. But that just shows how well they kind of like, like how subtle it is and how well they kind of yeah. disguise that part of it. That's, that's, that's just Disney Imagineering. Well, well done, Disney. Yeah, well done. Uh, as always, <laughs> well done. <laughs> <laughs> so I am going to start, because last time, if you listened to episode three, you may have noticed it was slightly longer than we uh, we promised in episode <laughs> one, uh, because we forgot to set the timers. Um, so we're going <laughs> to... I'm going to set the timer now for our first segment um, and we're going to talk about Walt Disney World um, and some of the rides and the, the, the changes that have happened in Walt Disney World. We're looking more since about 2016, 2017 um, because that's at the time that I at least have experienced Disney Park around that, that time um, and Rosie has experienced one like slightly close. Now. Was it last year you went, Rosie? The last yeah, time last you year I went to Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I have more experience with Disney World because um, Rosie hasn't visited Disney World yet. Um, she was meant to go in May, but Corona is not our friend. Um, so no. remind us when you've replanned it for, Rosie. Um, so yeah, we were meant to go in May this year. So we wanted to stick yeah. with May. Originally, we were going to push it to next May, but we're just not sure about the world right now. So yeah. we're thinking May 20th. 2022. Great. So in this, what we've done is we've kind of picked things that Rosie would have to have an opinion on um, and that Sean know about and stuff as well. And lots has changed in Disney World since I was there and I worked there in 2017. So loads has changed. Um, so we're going to take you through. We've picked three like attractions slash rides. We're going to just kind of walk through them and discuss a little bit, only a little bit of the history and like the, the fact, but mainly just like our opinions and our Disney ramblings. And um, so the first one we're going to look at is the Great Movie Ride in a uh, Disney World's Hollywood Studios, um, which changed to Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. So the Great Movie Ride, if you haven't seen of it or heard of it before, is when you go into um, Hollywood Studios, there's the big Chinese theatre, um, which mimics the one in LA. I think it's LA is where the Chinese theatre is. Um, and that was actually the inspiration for the whole Disney um, Hollywood Studios park, was whole inspiration. And within that, they put the, uh, the Great Movie Ride, which basically celebrated movies from across the years like it was a really cool ride it was like you you sit in like um a, a train style ride and that you had a guide and it took you through all these really cool like ride sets so you went through like um the wizard of Oz and like munchkins popped up and stuff it was really cool it was quite old um and it was quite like you could tell it was quite old animatronics but it was quite iconic um so when they announced they were closing it there were some kickoffs <laughs> um because it had been there i think since like day one um so yeah it opened in 1989 and then closed in 2017 i was actually there the day that it closed and the queues were insane like i managed to 
ride it once before it closed. But oh my god, really, the queue like kind of like the last day I was like, no, I thought there's absolutely no People way. People love to get that last ride in. I've Which noticed I like when rides are closing, it's yeah. just <laughs> ridiculous. Like I. I get it, but honestly, the queue was so, so big. So I went to Fantasmic mm. instead. Um, oh, so... I mean, I get that wasn't as busy. <laughs> no. Um, so, yeah, so change to Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, which is now open as well. Um, mm. So how much do you know about this change, Rosie? Um, actually, I knew quite a lot about this one because yeah. that one was meant to be open for when I was there. Of course. It was meant to be one of the new attractions, and it was just opening, I think, the month before I was due yeah, to go it's there. Yeah, really so... new yeah and i was avoiding watching anything about it because i wanted it to be a surprise when i got there um but since then as we've discovered my trips have moved back so now i have actually engaged oh, right, with the okay. content <laughs> on the ride i'm the same though like i i don't kind of watch stuff beforehand of rides because I, I want to enjoy the moment yeah because you don't want it to ruin like especially if it's like a track like mm-hmm. a roller coaster you don't want to see it but with this one so i know it's a trackless ride um and i know it's like you're kind of like immersed in like a mickey short like a mickey cartoon yeah um it looks really really cool because it's done with like projections and it's like 2.5d so it's not like quite three dimensional ah, okay um but it's like in between 2 and 3D mm-hmm. um so it looks really cool like it looks like properly animated it looks like you're in a cartoon um, and I think you're basically in a trackless ride you're on the runaway railway um but I think it starts off with like the shorts and then you kind of get immersed into it That's by getting really cool. onto that train yeah so it sounds really really cool um and I think it's probably like a good change in the sense that it's a bit more modern obviously you were saying the other one's quite dated yeah um but I know it's caused a lot of controversy. Yeah, I kind of get why, because I think the old one was, it was also more of an adult-ish ride. Like, it mm-hmm. had a lot of things that older people, it was loads of films I didn't even really know. They had, like, a lot of black mm. and white style films. Um, that's what I mean, like, how old it was. Um, yeah. So it was quite nostalgic, I think, for parents and grandparents mm-hmm. that went. So I think for lots of people, the switch from that, and like the mm. real, you know, Hollywood glamour, the Hollywood history, a switch from that to a Mickey and Minnie cartoon. Oh yeah, for sure. Like it doesn't sound like it matches up. No, especially like with it. I think people were concerned initially whether they were going to knock down the theatre. Um, mm. Obviously it's not, they're using the same space. Um, yeah. I think it's probably great technology wise. Um, yeah. I just think, I, I, I got it. Like I got where they were replacing the ride, but it's just a shame like the... Because when you're in the ride, when you were in Great Movie Ride, you had like a guide who like got in, they were like, oh, yeah. this is this set. And then they'd like jump off and like get shot by like gangsters and the gangster would take over the car. And it was really, really clever and really interactive. And um, mm-hmm. so I think it's a shame that that's gone because it was definitely one of a kind um, mm. in terms of rides and, and that experience. Um, and because yeah. you, you get different guides each time you rode, even though the script was the same, it would still feel quite different and unique. Yeah. Um, yeah but, it does sound really cool but um, I think it's probably much more friendly for children this one I think kids I think the problem was it reached a point where it was too old to engage kids and that's a problem yeah that's the problem it needs to be kind of relatable for like yeah. everyone in the park it's like you kind of don't want to not go on a ride just because your kids won't like it like yeah. so and especially because like I said the queue was quite long to go on that ride as well so if your mm. child is what you did in that queue and they get there and they literally don't know any of these films yeah it's a bit it's, yeah. it's just not the disney that they signed up for you know i think that's what i was thinking. and i think that's where i agree that's, that's where lots of older people in particular struggle to adapt because they don't often realize that 
Disney's unfortunately target audience is ultimately mm. children um, and young people. So the things that we as adults were, were attached to as children, I noticed it with my sister. There's things I will love from Disney that she won't kind of give the time of day because it's not modern yeah. enough for her. Um, so unfortunately, Disney kind of do have to update that stuff because they're going to alienate their younger audiences if yeah. they don't. Exactly. So it's something we have to let go of as adults, sadly. <laughs> Great. Um, so that was that one. I mean, I think it'll be quite a nice addition. It's quite hard to say that having ridden it, but I think I think the actual ride itself is a loss. I think the mm. fact that like the the um, the Great Movie Ride is gone, I think, is really sad because I think it would have been better, in my opinion, if they just updated that mm. ride to more modern films in my then opinion. again though i did see obviously i'm not experienced right myself but i as i was reading about mm. this i did see some people that didn't want them to like update it because they were like yeah. no it's just not the same so i feel like some people were just like whatever happened to it if it went they were just yeah, like i'm true. not interested um yeah but i also just want to say that it's just quite nice that mickey's got his own attraction to be honest that's really true. And I, I, th- I think it's maybe leaning more towards as, as they move towards the 50th birthday celebration. Yes, next year. Next year's 50th. So I imagine quite a lot of it as well as gearing towards that because I imagine that'll be very Mickey and Minnie yeah. focused. And it's got the new like designs of Mickey and Minnie mm-hmm. on it as well. Um, like you say, with the shorts and the links to that. And they've obviously released quite a lot of more classic Disney yeah. stuff. Like in Shop Disney at the minute, there's a lot more classic Disney, original Disney content. So I think it probably matches up with their overall movement at yes. the minute. So yeah. I think it's a shame it's gone. I'm glad that I got to ride it, but rode it? Rode it. <laughs> I'm glad that I got to ride it when I did. Um, and I'd be interested to see what this one is like because um, I have heard mixed reviews. So mm-hmm. um, yeah. That one was, was a big hit. Yeah, I think it's one of those ones where, again, like, obviously we've not, either of us have ridden it yet. So we won't no. know until we've actually ridden it what we definitely think of it. Yeah. Um, but it was one that I was definitely looking forward to. So I think that's yeah, a that, sign yeah. that I'm yes. going to like it. But then it is a children's ride, so we'll, we'll see. But we're all children at heart, let's be honest. We, we are. And also, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> and I think as well, like, I don't know, it might just be me, but... For me, like, I do love all the kind of, like, backgroundy stuff with, like, Hollywood and films and stuff. But I, when I go to Disney, I kind of just want, like, Disney, Disney. I just want, like, animated yeah. Disney content, which is probably quite niche in some ways. But that is what I go yeah. for. And it doesn't mean I don't like those attractions. It just means that if I had to choose, yeah. I would always pick the one that's, like, based off, like, animation. Well, just because that's my preference. That's an excellent segue, Rosie, into our next point, isn't it? It is. <laughs> it wasn't even intentional. <laughs> So yeah, so then moving on to change number two then. So this change was where Toy Story Land replaced Studio Backlot Tour. So, um, Casey, what do you know about this change? Um, this was happening when I was in Disney World. So this is kind of like links. We're going to talk a bit in a second as well about Galaxy's Edge. And when I was in Hollywood Studios in 2017 over the summer, the park was basically dead. Um, if I was a paying guest, I would have been fuming. I got in free because cast member life was the best. Um, but <laughs> if I had been paying, it was literally like a half day park, if that. Um, mm. Which was, like, I get why, because now, now it must be insane. <laughs> um, but at yeah. the time, there was barely anything there. There was like a couple of shows, maybe like two two or three rides. That was it. Um, so at the time, it basically like affected 
I say the atmosphere of the park because as you walked past starters like towards the back of the park and um, it was just all blocked off um, it open, I was gutted I opened after the summer after I left and <laughs> um, so I didn't get to see it um, but the pictures look fantastic and um, the That's photograph sad. opportunities look amazing and mm. uh, like I love all the different walls and like the lollipop yeah. stick walls me too it looks so fun yeah. like to take photos with friends yeah. yeah and obviously like you mentioned the size of a toy and stuff like that um and the back lot studio back lot tour again closed before I got there because they were already renovating when I was there but I've been on the one in Paris which is basically the same thing I think um which mm. is like the idea of like you, know, you you go and you see special effects from movies and stuff like that um so I think that's a shame that's gone again because it's more from that like original Hollywood style aim but it comes back to what mm-hmm. you were saying Rosie is that actually a lot of people go there for the D- Disney content and Hollywood studios wasn't really a Disney park yeah like it obviously is a disney park obviously it's disney but i mean like when you go in there's like indiana jones stuff there's muppet stuff there's like tower of terror there's like aerosmith Mm. the only thing that's really disney in there are the shows and like frozen the frozen sing-along which is amazing oh my god oh yeah i've heard things so good oh my god (laughs) i nearly i think i cried um but (laughs) the man i went on my own and the man next to me i think thought what is her problem but anyway um (laughs) So yeah, I think it, it makes it more of a Disney park now, um, which is a good yeah. thing. Um, and I think Disney have basically just moved away from the idea of the studios being about Hollywood and about like mm. Hollywood glitz and glamour and history and stuff, and moved towards about immersing you in a film instead. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Which is what things like Frozen sing along does that as well. Um, you know, you look at things like Tower of Terror; it, it immerses you in Twilight the twilight zone and stuff so i think it's probably more for their vision of the park um which makes sense um yeah again i've heard mixed rides about toys mixed rides what's wrong with me today mixed reviews (laughs) of toy story land Um, i've heard people say it's great i've heard that slinky dog is meant to be fantastic yes i've heard but i've heard other than that there's not really a lot to do um, so I, Mm. I, it sounds like it's a it's quite a picture-esque experience type of place rather than like a loads of things yeah the day. and what i was just gonna say actually when you said that was i feel like what disney are doing is they're kind of it's like a sign of the times they're kind of like bringing attractions that allow people to kind of take more pictures together because obviously social media is at the forefront yeah. now and things like instagram it's not the reason you go of course it's not but you want to get that insta shot let's be honest and obviously yeah the backlot tour versus toy story land which one's going to have the better pictures that's really toy true. story land and i think that again comes with what we were saying about being immersive it's immersive in that you feel like yeah. you're kind of in that land as you say you go down to the size of a toy which is awesome but like you also kind of get pictures and like memories that you can keep from that land more than yeah. the backlot tour um, so I don't know yeah. whether it is just kind of they're kind of modernizing it a bit and they're just engaging people more. Yeah, I think they are. I think it is meant to be more of like a modernizing element. And I think, you know, all of these things that like, we'll mention again now, the fact that Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is in the same area. So it replaced the majority mm-hmm. of what was the park's area was called Streets of America, which had things like the Lights, Motors, Action, Extreme Stunt Show, which was like, I think, a car stunt show. Yeah. Um, like, again, focusing on the, the, the behind the scenes, like Hollywood el- element, like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, movie set adventure. I mean, would you ride that now? Because I wouldn't. Uh... I mean, it doesn't appeal. <laughs> it I can't. I, I've just... 
<laughs> as great it. as it would have been if I saw that on the map, I'd be like, nope. I just um, cross it off. Yeah, like... same. I've had a bit of time for that. <laughs> so I think they've added in Galaxy's Edge instead of all those things, which again is another immersive place where you're yes. like in the world of Star Wars. You are in yeah. the like the, the the toys experience. They seem to be changing from a like show and tell of Hollywood. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm experiencing being in a film um yeah which i think is probably quite a good thing i think for kids nowadays that's more of a wow because kids nowadays mm-hmm. will see things like stunt car shows and behind the scenes videos all the time on youtube exactly it's not novelty anymore no. is it so they can kind of get that whenever they want whereas yeah. like literally stepping into the world of star wars and toy story is incredible yeah. especially when it's you know obviously disney have made this and you know exactly. how well disney do things and i also don't think it's just kids like i think even adults are like in awe especially of galaxy's yeah. edge like i know so many <laughs> star wars fans like myself yeah. who literally are in awe of what they've created yeah. like the millennium falcon is just incredible yeah. like seeing that in real life if you're such a huge fan of something and even if you're not yeah it's still like wow it's a lot like pandora as well like i know that was like a huge whoa like this is incredible so i think yeah they are building towards like a more immersive experience you kind of get to feel like you're there and that's what we've we've obviously picked up on is the fact that they're playing towards a target audience so when we were younger if we'd gone to something like i remember going to the backlot express thing in paris and being like oh my god like when the um it was about the experience. So in that one, like the, the the truck exploded and water came and it was all like... Yeah, and it shook yeah. it? as if you were like falling off the tracks. But again, it was the experience part of it that made it special. So I think what, what they've taken is they've taken that element of the experience and just really drawn that out. Um, as a Because, you know, like I say, we couldn't go and watch YouTube when we were younger and watch cars exploding. No. You could find that in literally 10 seconds now. So if that's what kids are seeing and then they see it in real yeah. life it's not as much of a wow factor so they're gonna have to mm-hmm. get the wow factor like you say from walking in um so, yeah yeah i think to be honest i think they're both better changes than what was there already if i'm perfectly honest i think mm. it's a shame because i did have a soft spot for like the the wow moment of like the explosions and like feeling the heat yeah. of backlot express um but do i think that toy story land is going to have a bigger impact on kids and studio backlot tour yes do i think galaxy mm. is actually going to have a big bigger impact than honey i shrunk the kids yes um yeah i think they're both positive personally yeah me too i mean i'm a bit biased because i love pictures yeah (laughs) they are kind of like my dream when when galaxy's edge was announced i was like what i was like this is amazing and obviously it was going to be there when i was there so well it still will be but i was just so excited that was the bit i was most excited for on my trip well when you now go in 2022 hopefully it'll be a bit quieter as well like yes the hype would have hopefully died a little bit and i'll just be there like hyping on my own and i won't even be there anymore (laughs) Oh, cool. But yeah, so I agree. I think they're both welcome yeah. changes um, and definitely will have more of an impact on everyone that attends the park. So then bringing us on to our third change. Now, this one definitely had some controversy around it. Yes. I don't agree with the controversy no. because <laughs> I, I think it's an absolutely fantastic change. They've smashed it. But anyway, so I'm sure you probably know which I'm talking about. I've not even said it yet. <laughs> Basically, this is the change from Splash Mountain um to well basically it's still splash mountain isn't it but it's a princess and the frog theme version of splash mountain rather than songs of the south yes look at you i've been trying to remember this for years (laughs) and now we're here (laughs) (laughs) i've been brainwashed to remember what that's called my favorite ride splash mountain so she has to know these things yes i yeah i do and yeah so this change obviously came about um in a time where black lives matter 
um, was extremely prominent mm -hmm. and obviously well, that's when it came about um, and I know it was kind of people were kind of petitioning um, for Disney to change Splash Mountain mm -hmm. to make it more relevant as obviously there were parts of it that people were saying racist yeah. I've not experienced the ride myself so I don't 100% know mm -hmm. people know more about this than me yes um, but then obviously like it's great that they kind of took this idea that it should be Princess and the Frog theme from the Disney community as mm -hmm. a suggestion because um, obviously there was a petition so they did kind of look at it and think this is a good change and it's, it, I think it's just great that they're doing it but anyway I'm dying <laughs> to ask Katie because I know this is her favorite ride yes. <laughs> so what do you think about the change? So I love it right and I think that's why it's quite important that it's my favorite ride because I'm it's my favorite ride in Disney World I absolutely loved it I, I just Oh, like there was a moment where I got to ride it around the top and the fireworks on and it was just like oh, the so magical. epitome of magic. But <laughs> I for years have been saying, because Princess and the Frog, as you may remember from episode one, is one of my absolute favourite Disney films. And I've been saying mm -hmm. for ages that there's not enough Tiana in the parks um, mm. at all. Um, so although obviously it got announced during the whole Black Lives Matter um, like explosion if you like I, yeah. I mean Disney have been planning it for I think about two years at least a year between a year and two years because you, you can't just release concept art that quickly it doesn't work <laughs> um, yeah I mean I was gonna say it looks pretty perfected yes so I think what happened was they were kind of working on that anyway because mm. um I'll talk about that in a second but I think what they've probably done is they've probably realized that with amongst the whole Black Lives Matter conversation it became the perfect opportunity to be like yeah well, we, we accept that we need to change things. So yeah. they announce it in that time. Um, mm -hmm. Because I think they were criticised for being like a reaction to it. And I don't think that it was. And that's my personal opinion. I mean, I don't, mm. I don't work there anymore. Um, but I, I don't think that you'd be able to get the approval of the trustee boards, the budgeting, the concept arts, the changes, all that kind of stuff. I don't think you'd be able mm. to do that in the space that they had. Um, yeah, so I think it had, it had been in production for longer, but it came at the exact right time. Um, mm -hmm. I am so excited. So if anyone has ridden the ride, you know, obviously it's got like that bumpy element to it. Like, and all I can imagine is like the log flume going down whilst we sing going down the bayou. That's all I can imagine yeah. in my head. Um, and <laughs> I, the ride itself isn't racist um the ride itself is more about Br'er Rabbit and there's no humans in the ride so it's more about mm. the Br'er Rabbit story and um, so the animated mm -hmm. story of Song of the South I obviously haven't seen Song of the South because it's not available easily at all because it was removed from all Disney streaming and selling because of like the racist connotations and um, there's conversations around that which we'll probably talk about another time maybe um but there's conversations on both sides of yes it's racist or no it's not racist it just kind of portrays life um as a slave i haven't yeah. seen it so i can't make that judgment um but i think what the, the problem is is that the fact that the ride was there symbolizing a movie that was full of controversy around race and actually mm -hmm. what they've done is they've taken that. They're going to sit with the same ride. But the film isn't particularly popular. <laughs> it's not like anyone's favourite movie. So I think they've, mm. they've taken that and are updating it to the fact to an independent black princess. Yeah. And I think that is so important because I think she's yeah. not in the parks enough. Um, she doesn't get enough representation in general. Um, mm. And this, I think, the music, the theming, like it all works. Um, and I am, I am so excited. I mean, I'm a bit gutted that I probably won't get to ride Splash Mountain the way it was again because it was my favourite. Um, mm. But I'm so excited that they have you know, you, you have to think of all those little girls who um, go to Disney World or, and little boys, but little girls mainly because obviously Tiana's a girl. Like, yeah. black little girls who go 
to Disney World and you know the excitement that they get when they can go and meet Tiana and then the excitement when they can go on a ride with a person that looks like them I think, I yeah. think that's so underestimated when you know Rosie and I are both white so you know we yeah, so- like for us it's quite easy to kind of go like any ride that I go to I can see myself on that ride you know like the animatronics mm-hmm. look like me I can't really think apart from it's a small world there's a very real lack of representation diversity I don't to think be I can think of any animatronics that are black no. I could be wrong if I'm wrong let me know but I can't think of any and <laughs> um, so I think you know that in itself is quite poignant if that doesn't exist so by introducing yeah. this it will mm-hmm. exist um and they'll be able to go on a ride mm-hmm. that you know where they have somebody who looks like them and I think we're starting to appreciate that a lot more in culture now is the importance of having representation um not because it's yeah. a tick box but because it actually has an influence on the people that come and visit and um, so I think people yeah. will disagree with this one because again it's like quite an iconic ride um, and some people will say oh Disney are just like reacting to criticism and stuff but they should like they should um mm. and I think mm-hmm. it's not going to damage anything it'd be different if they were changing say like I don't know the little mermaid ride into this because I love the little mermaid ride oh my god it's so good um, <laughs> if they were going to change like an iconic film everyone like loved that film I don't know anyone that I've spoken to it's gone oh I mm. love, love Song of the South so well I mean I don't even know what it no. was until you told me so <laughs> like, people know the song Nicky <laughs> Doodah and actually when I rode the ride I didn't actually realise that it was Song of the South myself I didn't even know it was about a film and I think that was mm. one of the criticisms I'm on a bit of a run now but that was one of the criticisms about <laughs> the change people were like oh like no one knows what the ride's about like no one knows it's about a film I was like yeah but it's the fact that if people who do know there's a massive ride in mm. the which is surrounded by a film that is surrounded by racial controversy. So yeah. If you, if I was Disney, I would want to remove that. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. So I'm really, really excited. And I feel like it's quite good to get my opinion because it is my favourite ride. So if anyone's going to be precious about it, it'll be me. Um, yeah. I love Princess and the Frog. Um, I think it's going to be fantastic. I'm so excited for the music. Um, and I think it's a positive, positive change. Um and I'm so happy that Tiana's kind of getting some representation at last. I'm so excited. So yeah. Are you, I, I mean, I guess the good thing about this delay with your trip, Rosie, is that you may be able to ride it. Oh yeah, maybe. There might be more new rides than I even thought there would be in the first place, yeah. which is great. I mean, yeah, I just, I love that. And I love this change. I mean, as soon as I saw it announced, I just thought it was amazing in so many ways. Like you say, it's just yeah. nice for Princess and the Frog firstly to actually get some sort of recognition Such a because thing. everyone knows it's such a great film it has arguably one of the best soundtracks ever like for a disney soundtrack it's incredible and of course like tiana like she needs representation like if i like i just hope that this ride is super special for like black girls and and obviously black boys as well you know it's just it'll just be really nice for them to have something to relate to like because like you say we we're very privileged in the fact that we don't even have to think about that which is very sad i never thought Um, when i was at disney world oh my god all the animatronics look like me but i imagine that if i were black yeah we go around and that's that's the first thing i see is that these people are white and there's nobody around yeah exactly So I think the representation part is probably the most, like as you say, poignant part of the whole yeah. thing. Um, and it's just very special. And I think Disney have recognised, I think, that they needed to make a change like this, um, which is why I think it's great. And I know a lot of people are going to say, well, the old ride is iconic and it's super like special um, and it is Disney at heart. Yeah. But the thing is, they do have to recognise that if there are racial yeah. connotations with the film it's associated with, then they're going to want to move on from that. Um, and, and they have. 
it comes back to your idea again before that you were saying about you know bringing it back to animated Disney. Song of the Song mm-hmm. is not a classic animated Disney. Movie. No, it's not no. something that kids are now going to go in and be like, oh my god, yeah. Whereas if there's a Princess and the Frog ride, you bet the queue is going to be even bigger than it. Oh, was I don't think we're ever getting on this ride. No, because I no. like when I think of this ride, I dream of like having all the music on like while you're on in your little log yeah. stream and i hope you are literally going down the bayou i'm so ready for like song's playing. my little yeah, band like, <laughs> in my arms in, in the in the log i'm well yeah and i think as well from an animatronic point of view again mm-hmm. it was quite old and quite not i mean yeah. I, I don't like the saying outdated but it was quite old like it used to get stuck mm-hmm. quite a bit and it was quite like robotic whereas i think mm-hmm. obviously with new technology and stuff they'll be able to update it more like the frozen ride the frozen ride has yeah. got animatronics with projection and i think hopefully yeah, it will that go one more towards cool. that so mm-hmm. yes i also just hope there's a beignet stand um <gasps> next to it to be yeah, honest because they, because they need to after i left <laughs> and i was so sad and now that that means it should be more convenient because right now they're in the port orleans hotel so they can then have like another stand right next to this ride i mean that's not the most important thing i'm just thinking about food we are that's a my lot life. of food but I just think it opens opportunities we write as well. That's for Ben Yates. We should because <laughs> we've always said, especially you, where is the Princess mm-hmm. and the Frog merch? Mm-hmm. Like, this is one of my pet peeves because I love Tiana and I love mm-hmm. I love her so much. I love what she stands for. I love the music. I love her independence. Yeah. I just love it all. Um, mm-hmm. So I've always been a bit annoyed that there's not a lot of her to go around. So like when you go into yeah. like Disney's like shops and merchandise stores and whatever and because she hasn't got a home in the parks like there's no base for her there's no base for her stuff mm-hmm. so i hopefully with, with the um the splash martin gift shop well there better be one that's fully themed there better now. be because i know it was, it was very rabbit themed so I'm, I'm hoping that we will yeah. get um some decent practice in the frog merch i'm hoping oh princess Wait. and the frog is can you imagine? Oh like, well, I've looked oh. for some. I've looked for like even like um, small shop ones, and they're just mm-hmm. like they're either non-existent or they're just not like they're not what I want. I want like almost their lyrics on my ears, yeah. you know. So yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. We should stop now. We've rambled about this quite a lot now, so <laughs> we're gonna stop. <laughs> Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Um, and to start the next segment, we're going to um, have another Disney fun fact. This one's a little bit more, but I'm really sorry. I don't even know why I put it in here, but it was interesting. So, um, <laughs> so Disney fun fact number two today is that in 2003, Disneyland in California, their Big Thunder Mountain was at the centre of a major incident. A wheel assembly fell off a ride vehicle, causing it to crash. Um, and sadly, a 22-year-old actually died and 10 people were injured when it literally became a runaway train. Because um, apparently the engineer hadn't made fixes after an inspection bit concerning to be honest hopefully they've yeah. learned from that mistake well i think so because i haven't been any since then no no <laughs> and i think disney is normally really good with this so it, i think the reason i included it was the fact that you don't really hear a lot about disney accidents yeah yeah you and don't. if there is a disney accident they don't tell you anything so i was quite surprised obviously because somebody died they kind of had to release more information yeah yeah i know there was a full yeah. investigation that went into it but you don't normally hear about them so no yeah, I know, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, let me set my timer again for the the next round. How exciting! Our next segment, <laughs> um, and this one is Disneyland Paris. So, um, Disneyland Paris. So in 2017, um, Disney announced its 10 year business plan for Disneyland Paris, because I don't know if any of you have visited Disneyland Paris before 2017. 
it was quite a different experience to any other Disney park and just general customer service to be honest um, mm-hmm. so the magic was still there like the vibes were still there the characters um, well actually no characters weren't even particularly there like the whole lacking. the whole system was lacking a little bit of sparkle um the customer service was really mm-hmm. poor in my opinion like whenever i'd go and get on rides like the, the cast members were just talking to each other and i'd have to like go can i get in the boat <laughs> like i'd have to ask mm. if i could get on the ride um, <laughs> so i mean in the hotels it was great but in the parks it always felt a little bit like it was a lesser level of mm. magic um like the the disney service that we always talk about and the disney magic wasn't mm. really there and i found out it's because disney didn't actually own um disneyland paris so they were in with shares um and i read a bit more about this last night uh, it's very interesting so what happened um was that when the park was created you know how sometimes it's called euro disney it was initially Euro Disney was what it was started up as because Disney actually collaborated with another company, um, like another theme park company. Um, what was the name again? I think was it S SCA, I think what it was called. So they basically collaborated with this company and they opened oh, Euro Disney yeah. uh, when it when it opened and then they changed to Disneyland Paris and moved on. But basically, Disney were never the full share shareholder owners, so they never really managed it. I found this out when I worked in Florida. So they actually weren't managing it. Disney kind of like oversaw because it was under the Disney brand, Mm. but they never, um, they weren't managing it on the ground. Mm -hmm. So in 2017, I think basically numbers were falling. Like there there was not a lot of um, tourism coming to France at that point because of terrorism scares and stuff as well. So there was a lot of kind of falling numbers through the gates. So in 2017, Mm. Disney made a massive announcement um, and they promised to invest $2.1 billion over the next 10 years um, so basically they now have a 95% share in the park which means they can finally make changes without having to have them approved uh, so for, for so long we were all like why wouldn't they update it like what's so out of like it, that was an out of date park like mm. the snow white ride oh my god when we went my mum and sister like sat there for half an hour and that's who walked off the ride it was <laughs> that ride used to terrify me as well so yeah i mean <laughs> so it definitely needed updating but this explains it now because she literally didn't weren't able yeah. to mm-hmm. um, so now they can which is great and um, so there's been quite a few changes that have come out of that 10-year business plan the first one is a bit different to the ones we talked about is the um hotel so they announced they were changing hotel new york um to the art of marvel um hotel instead and um, so this sounds quite like up your street i think a little bit rosy as well yeah and um, so what do you know about this because disneyland paris again is, is more rosie's i mean it's my area as well but rosie's been since i've been yeah i guess because i went last year i've seen more recent yeah. recent version of it i recent guess stuff. yeah yeah um so yeah i mean any marvel change to me is a good change um i will never say no to more marvel um and i'm sure our friend danielle would agree and we know yes <laughs> yes um, have, yes she's very excited every time we mention disneyland paris she goes i mean you go to the art of marvel hotel for drinks so <laughs> that's clearly a done deal <laughs> at this point um <laughs> yeah. but yes actually i needed to look up what this hotel looked like before because i've mm. never actually been in hotel new york no. um so i stayed at hotel yeah. cheyenne and then I've stayed at like the partner yeah, hotels yeah, yeah. as well. Um, I've not stayed in this one. So I kind of had to look it up because I was like, hmm, I've not heard a lot yeah. about it. And to be honest, I looked at it. It looks really nice. Like it's very like, not posh, but yeah. just clean, you know, sophisticated. It's nice. And I guess it's great for people that aren't 
so like hardcore mm-hmm. Disney fans because it's not screaming Disney in your face. But for me, like I need Disney. <laughs> like when I'm staying in a hotel, if I'm staying at Disney, I want those Disney in my face. As well, like you, do. you are, yeah. You, I mean, you want some Disney. I'm sure there were hidden Mickey's, but that's not. Well, because I had stayed in the Sequoia Lodge one, I, and I stayed in the Explorer Partner one, mm. but I stayed in the Sequoia Lodge, and that was amazing because like, in the borders of the room, they had like a brother bear and Bambi. So like, even yeah, though it was a bit more amazing. like you know subtle you still felt that yeah. magic so i think you're right when, yeah. when you look at pictures of hotel new york like it looks nice but it but it could be anywhere yeah literally like, you could put it not, anywhere yeah uh, i wouldn't have said that's a disney yeah. hotel and it looks nice like, it looks good like you can tell it's gonna be like good service and everything um but the marvel one <sighs> so i've been looking at the pictures of this one and i mean it does look incredible it does. like it looks I think it's just amazing like I think so many people would want this sort of thing as well because like Marvel art is very different to like kind of Disney concept art as well because it's like proper comics so it's like comic book art um and in some ways like some of it I'm just looking at the pictures again some of it's like more subtle so like you know you might not necessarily know straight away that it's Marvel but then some of it is not subtle so like in the restaurant um, I don't know if you've seen this picture, no. but it's like a light. It's almost like a chandelier. And the chandelier is Asgard's, like, what is it <gasps> called? Like, it's not a castle, but you know what I mean, don't you? Yeah, like, like the, <laughs> the base the, the in Asgard. Yeah, the one that's like super shiny and golden. Oh and like, word. when you see that, like, when it pans the shot onto Asgard, you're like, whoa. Like, it's fat. You know, it's like <gasps> doing well. <laughs> so. I mean, it just, so like, it's again, it's quite subtle in the sense that like, if you don't know Marvel, you might not know what it oh is, but if you God. know Marvel, this is incredible. So it's basically like an upside down Asgard <gasps> um, as a chandelier in what looks like a very nice restaurant yes, as well. Yes, it does, yes. But you see what I mean? Without that, that restaurant's okay, but it's not Disney. That's insane. It is, isn't it? But with this chandelier, it's like, okay, cool. I'm in a Disney hotel now. Everyone go and um, check out. It's, it's literally called the chandelier of Asgard. Go and look. And I'm it's in, I'm... mesmerizing. Oh, well, it's well, well we're definitely well. going there. Then, aren't we? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but yeah, so like that is incredible and like 100% a welcome change um I think like in some places it's a little bit more subtle but like if you look through the pictures there's always like a touch of Marvel um and yeah it just it looks great to be honest it looks like somewhere that would be owned by Tony Stark it's got that vibe (laughs) yeah that's what I was thinking even the front like with the more gold-esque like paint on it and the I like the beds that there's one picture where you can see like the bed and like the over the, the, oh, the top yes. of the bed is like the full wall is like the spider-man um like silhouette thing it looks really cool I think you're right I think what's great about this is that it would actually mm-hmm. like, attract a certain type of person so like you would actively yeah. want to go to the Marvel hotel as opposed to like when I don't know about you but when I look at Disneyland mm. Paris like holidays Me I kind too. of look at what's the cheapest yeah, like and all that kind of stuff because there's not really that mm-hmm. much difference between the hotels in terms of like how they look and like stuff like that. Whereas I feel like this one, you're going to get people actively yeah. paying more to go as well. So it's quite a clever thing for Disney as well because you know they, <laughs> they put a bit of art on. And uh, although we did find mm-hmm. out the art was quite expensive, this was part of our Disney quizzes and it was very expensive. Yes. Um, so yeah, I think it's definitely a welcome change. I think again, it updates it. It brings more of the other part of Disney and integrates it a bit more um and I think Disney have done really well for to integrate in yeah. Marvel and Star Wars into the whole Disney vibe. definitely so, I agree I yeah agree. I agree and also just one other thing on that as well I think it makes it maybe easier for those of you that are super like hardcore Disney fans 
to convince maybe people that are just fans of the franchise. That's so true. Because you'd be like, oh, there's a Marvel hotel. Like, it's not all just Mickey Mouse. <laughs> That's such a good point, actually. Like, think, like, for dads and brothers, you're going to be like, yeah. oh, we're staying in the Marvel hotel, so it's fine. Or your and boyfriend, they probably just you never know? leave. Like, they'd stay That's there good. all day while you go to the park. So, yeah. But at least they went. And it was exactly. cheaper to fly and have a room with two people. So there you go. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. So, yeah, I think we both agree that that is, like, a welcome change. Yeah. And we are clearly going for drinks there. 100%. Because uh, Danielle's I hope there's, like, a Mjolnir drink. <laughs> you know, like, if you can, like, drink out of Mjolnir or something. I don't know. Just You're obsessed with special culture, I am. Aren't you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Moving swiftly on from that. Um, so then the second change that we wanted to discuss in Disneyland Paris is... Well, it's Rock and Roller Coaster, and it's being re-themed to an Avengers-themed coaster. So obviously it was Aerosmith, wasn't it, the theme before? Yes, it was, yeah. Um, and it was quite immersive, like, the Aerosmith music, and there was a bit before where you yeah. got to, like, watch them all, like, jam um, before you yeah, went Yeah, and they speak to you, yeah, don't they? Yeah, yeah, it was a very immersive experience. Um, and so that originally opened in 2002, so that's actually 18 years ago. Wow. That's quite a while ago, especially for Disneyland Paris, yeah. actually. It feels like a long time ago. Um, but yeah, so another Marvel change. So what do we think about this one, Casey? Um, I had read about this, I think, a few years ago and just kind of thought it was like one of those classic Disney articles of like, oh, this is happening. And I was like, is it though? Um, mm. And clearly it is. <laughs> it has been <laughs> confirmed. Um, I mean, I'm quite excited. I think Aerosmith's contract with Disney has expired. So it was, it, this was a, a change of necessity as well because they kind of had to they had to update it uh, because the contract had run out. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think if they were going to have to change, I think this is a great way to do it. I think, again, Rock and Roller Coaster is great. Is it Disney? No. Um, mm-hmm. like it's a Disney ride, but is it Disney themed? No. Um, yeah. What I hope they keep is I hope they still have, you know, the music like blaring in your ears. Yes. Yeah. I hope they still keep an, like, an Avengers element of that. But to be fair, the Avengers soundtrack is sick. So oh, so that would be fine. But yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I think it reminds me a little bit of the, if anyone's been to Florida and has been to the, um, the like, the Gringotts ride and where like everyone kind of gets involved you've got Bellatrix in the corner and then you've got like and the Spider-Man there's a Spider-Man one in Universal where like Spidey mm. like appears and like saves your car and stuff like it's quite cool so it That's makes cool. me think of that it makes me still think of like high paced and um, I think the description says it's gonna like join Iron Man and the rest of the Avengers so I'm assuming it's gonna be like basically mainly Iron Man themed um yeah with like the other Avengers to help him out. Um, I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be much more immersive. Um, I wonder if they're going to make it longer though, um, because the coaster itself is quite short. Rock and Roller Coaster is quite short. Mm-hmm. So I would wonder how they would make it character themed and like story themed for something that fast and that short would be my question. Yeah, I agree because you kind of think that like, the music, like obviously, is how why it goes so fast yeah. with Aerosmith because it's just fast music. Yeah, like with Avengers theme, I don't know if it's necessarily going to be like you know speeding along the track. Like that's not kind of the vibe. Vibe, like, no. But I'm just looking at what they've said about it or what an article has said about it. Sorry, not probably not <laughs> the best someone, source. Could be lies. Someone Apologies. <laughs> someone once said that this ride is going to be called Iron Man Adventure. Apparently, that's what. It's going to be renamed as um and it's meant to open next year um and apparently it's going to entirely redesign the rock and roller coaster but the roller coaster course won't change so the course is going to stay the same so that's kind of a bit of a a hypocritical statement isn't Um, it yeah (laughs) Yeah, so the coaster won't change but the queue's getting a makeover apparently with the colours of Iron Man that would be cool because to be fair yeah the queue's a bit tired 
yeah it is um and i'm hoping they'll still do like a pre like pre ride thing yeah yeah pre-show that's what it's called <laughs> yeah that's, that's what nice. i'm here for <laughs> <laughs> that kind of element to it and like you say it'd be nice if we have like lots of different like avengers like soundtrack going on there really nice as well to get like if i hope the actors are involved and we get like cameo type things we would actually did with the hogwarts ride in universal and and the gringotts one where they had like the characters come back to do like screens and stuff yeah um that would be really cool yeah yeah i think that would be really cool um yeah it sounds like a very exciting like change to be honest i mean like the ride itself's not changing too much so that's kind of fine because i love yeah, the roller coaster the ride um that's one of my favorite rides even though it's very fast <laughs> um and i think it's nice that they're kind of moving towards involving franchises as well in the parks a bit more yeah. than they already have so cause i think it would just I include agree. people a bit more because some people don't particularly love like the pure let's call it pure disney animation um and yeah. prefer things like star wars and marvel so i think it'd be good for them i think that's the great thing about marvel and star wars in general being part of disney is that think about mm. all the i mean i'm being quite stereotypical but all the dads and brothers and boyfriends who yeah. have been dragged to disney in the past <laughs> um or you know vice versa anyone who's been dragged to disney who isn't a disney mm. fan the likelihood of them being either a star wars fan a marvel fan or a disney fan are a lot higher <laughs> um, there being something for everybody so yeah. i think and again the fact of like it being in the studios part of the park is that yeah come back to that idea of the immersion again it's like being immersed in a story instead of being told here's some hollywood stuff uh, so yeah i think it'll be good yeah um and we both love avengers so we're probably a bit biased but yeah um i think it would be i think it'll yeah. be good and like i said the thing is, it, people can come on complain but it had to make a change because there is we're doing it anymore well yeah <laughs> so, this was necessary yeah. um, and then <laughs> our next like a final change adds on quite nicely um so they are adding a marvel land a star wars land and an arendelle to disneyland paris which i am very excited about particularly arendelle particularly arendelle Same. kind of seen mm-hmm. like marvel esque in um, I know they've kind of got elements of that in California and obviously in Universal um, Florida they've already got like a Marvel like a superhero land um, a Star Wars Galaxy's Edge kind of exists mm-hmm. in, in America but Arendelle I think would be unique wouldn't it around Paris yes I think it mm-hmm. might be one of the Asian parks but I don't think so I don't think so no I think no. this is a completely new change correct us if we're wrong <laughs> let us know um, <laughs> but I think I think that, I, so I you knew Arendelle Castle. I'm so excited. To oh, see that it. castle! There better, <laughs> <laughs> better be one. Um, I think they are saying they will make one. So more more rides, more frozen yes. rides, more yeah. I think that's going to be great. And I think, like you said before, it really opens the world up. And that's a prime example of the fact that you've got Arendelle for the kids, mm-hmm. Marvel and Star Wars for the, the, the non Disney fans hopefully more meet and greet opportunities within those lands as well that are more specific mm. because that was a big problem when i went to disneyland paris and the last time i went was 2016 i think yeah 20 mm. 2016 mm-hmm. um and my little sister at that point that was just like near frozen had come out so my little sister was all over frozen um and she couldn't meet our elsa which is ridiculous like we, we saw yeah. them like down in the carriage so they were there they were available but you could not meet Arielsa, and for me at that time it was crazy because yeah. that was the that was what every little girl wanted to do. Yeah, you'd um, think that'd be their main priority was meet and greets. 
So but they didn't even do like major. Pr- this is what I'm saying about Dylan Parrish just being a bit of a flop in the past. Is that mm-hmm. you know, loads of the rides were broken. You could only meet characters for like two two hour slots each day. Um, yeah. So like, if you wanted to meet a character, you'd have to like queue for an hour before the character even started to actually yeah, be at the front. Yeah. I think we queued about an hour and a half just a bit before Mary even got there, um, to see her. Yeah. So I hope I think they've improved that now anyway. But it used to be that the princesses you couldn't even pick which one you wanted to meet you had to go to the princess yeah, pavilion I think it's still the same but and yeah. um, i mean with something like this you'll hopefully have the chance fingers crossed to meet Erin elsa i think so and olaf yes. as well i mean i better be able to meet you can olaf meet olaf in florida so i'm assuming so yeah so, yeah. yeah i assume they do um, and obviously be very popular. the great thing as well about the marvel land is that in europe there won't be any restrictions from universal because at the minute in florida mm-hmm. the reason they can't have a universal and um, a marvel land in florida is because universal have the rights there and all that kind of stuff and um, mm. so the great thing is that we can have one in europe because there's no rights restricting that so we'll be able to meet captain america um iron man spider-man all those kind of people um whereas at the minute any place you can meet them i think is either i think there might be some in asia but mainly california um which is obviously mm. so far away and so expensive so it'll be great to have mm. that a bit closer to home yes I oh agree. i hope we can meet think... four. <laughs> uh will we make it <laughs> through the queue i think we might faint <laughs> uh, can you imagine if chris has actually turned up i actually think i'd die right like guest appearance well, let's like... move on let's move on so, <laughs> so what are your opinions on that one then rosie well they're all welcome changes to me um as we know i love franchises so marvel and star wars is great really really happy about those changes and excited to see what other rides they come up with as well because they haven't announced all the rides for these specific lands yet no so it'll be interesting to see what they come up with and whether star wars does kind of reflect galaxy's edge in california and florida or maybe they'll do something different that'll be interesting to see um the concept art for arendelle is stunning like it's actually beautiful um and it doesn't look like they're just kind of doing like a tiny little area for it no. either because this is what i'm always a bit suspect of when i hear these announcements i'm always like is it like an actual big announcement though or is it like you know like just... the tangled bathrooms in <laughs> disney world i am still bitter at disney that the only part of disney world that has any tangled resemblance is the loos i mean that's just wrong isn't it i mean they're beautiful toilets mm, I've heard but that. it's a bit weird to start taking my picture in front of a toilet stall yes <laughs> But maybe Disneyland Paris could, like, maybe have Corona next. Well, I think they've already had Corona. (laughs) Well, they have, (laughs) in a different form. Such an unfortunate name. It really is. I mean, I'm just looking at the concept art now, and they have got a castle, which is good. Yes, Um, yes. But it does look again like you're actually in the space, which is amazing. Um, Yeah. So, again, very immersive and... Yeah, for, for little girls, that is going to be... Little girls insane. and me and Rosie. <laughs> yeah, by little girls, I mean us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I I'm really excited. And I, I'm pretty sure that they haven't actually replaced anything. They've just used extra land. Yeah, they've expanded, I think. Yeah. I don't think... Obviously, the replaced. is being swapped just because it had to be. But I don't think they've, like taken away the, any yeah rides. i don't think the lands are changing anything no i mean it might overlap a little bit and it might affect some of the movement within uh, some of the yeah. rides that already are there um mm-hmm. but it's the good thing with that is it's not replacing anything it's just an addition yeah. we love a good addition 
Yes, and I think it's needed, to be honest. Not to throw shade on Disneyland Paris Studios, because, like, they are great. Like, they've got some really great things going on. Yeah. But it needed something new. It did, because I felt like when you walk out of the main park into that one, it just felt like a little bit of a downgrade. Maybe it's just because it's not my thing, the whole Hollywood stuff. Although, much. that walk, that walk through, you know, when you, oh, like, yeah. walk through yeah. the, the big, I don't know, the hall? yeah. Um, with like the restaurants and yeah. like the shop it's, yeah that bit's great and to be fair I think like the first few times I did that I was like wow this is really cool but I think like maybe I've just been too many times to appreciate it now Hashtag privileged <laughs> exactly. Hashtag problems. so maybe it's just that I've seen it and I'm just like ready for something I know what new. you mean though like it's that awareness that when you're in that park it doesn't feel very Disney it feels like yeah I'm in a ride I'm in a theme park I might yeah. celebrate Disney-esque it's just uh, not as magical well, they've introduced things like Crush's Coaster and Matatui and stuff like that, which is more yeah. Disney themed. So I think, I mean, mm-hmm. I'd imagine that the those are those three lands gonna be then in the studios. I'm pretty sure, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Yeah. Um, from what I was reading, it looks yeah. like they are. So yeah. again, I think that park again needed expanding. So it's good, definitely. And that brings us to the end of that segment. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. So. That moves us on to our fun fact number three. So yes. actually, this is what Katie was kind of alluding to earlier, yeah. I believe. <laughs> I say that. Yeah. Um, it so was. it's another Pirates <laughs> fact. So Pirates of the Caribbean was the last attraction at Disneyland where Walt Disney had input in the design process. The initial designs had the attraction as a walkthrough wax museum, but after designing It's a Small World for the 1964's World Fair, they scrapped the initial designs and created a water ride, which is very interesting. Mm. We learnt about this actually as an example in my Disney World training um, about kind of like Disney's standards and Disney's expectations and how Disney don't don't settle for less than the best. So they spent, like I think it was like a good, was it years or months like planning this waxwork museum um because that was the thing at the mm. time was like quite sort of figures so they planned Pirates of the Caribbean which obviously was made before the film um and they did it to Small World at the same time and then when they kind of came back to Pirates of the Caribbean Walt was like it's boring like why would you want to come in here like it's boring there's no story so they basically scrapped all their designs um and decided to put it on water instead and thank god they did because i don't think it would still be around if it was no. a museum and it would be terrifying. yeah that doesn't it doesn't sound very magical does it no it sounds it's really a thing scary. of nightmares more yeah i would not have been impressed as far as no. well but thank you for making that yeah. change because uh yeah but yeah again I, I love that story because that like i say was taught to us about the fact that you know don't accept something that isn't mm-hmm. the best that you can mm-hmm. do um, I think it's quite a good, I mean, obviously it was clearly quite expensive yes. to take. Um, <laughs> 50, that again might be a white cost mm. so much <laughs> because, because they had to rip it all out and start again. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I love that, the fact that, you know, that's really Disney, Disney in practice. It's like, you know, don't self second. Yeah, and also that. another message I took from that as well is that, you know, even Walt accepted that changes had to be made. <gasps> I mentioned that before. You're so right. Walt was like, Walt made comments about the parks, particularly Epcot, mm. I think, about the fact that, like, you know, the parks should change and update and adapt to guests. Yes. That's what he said. Yeah. So, yes, you're right. Yes. So, <laughs> and actually, on that note, moving swiftly on, actually, this is quite a nice segue. So now we're going to essentially try and become Imagineers. Um, <laughs> 
in mind only because I don't know about you but I can't well draw. neither can I I can tr- I try I try <laughs> and I'd love to think I could because I wish I could I wish I could be an animator yeah. for Disney like I know that's my dream job in my head but like I just don't have the talent so yeah yeah my friend um Saif if you're listening um he I met him when I was working in Disney World um, and he is from America um and he is actually training I think like he wants to be a Disney Imagineer oh. um, and he's done like all like the courses and stuff and like his um his like college degree is like linked to that and he actually he actually planned out the princess and the frog like change before it was even announced like he'd had that idea and he'd like uploaded it and sent it to me and stuff and like it was he kind of preambled that which is really cool cool. and so some people are that skilled me and rosie are no unfortunately (laughs) we could probably whip something up um but (laughs) it wouldn't get used no no they'd be like i'm sorry you're fired yeah. why do we even hire you but as long as we get the badge for like a day to say that we were <laughs> i mean that's great get the pictures you know yeah. yeah so on that note then so yeah we're trying to be imagineers but we're also trying to kind of decide what we how we want disney to stay as well so like what we wouldn't want to yeah. see changed even though we've said we accept change there are some things that we would be a bit like oh, yeah not sure about that one so yeah then what is that for you Casey which attraction cannot be changed for you in your eyes you know what this is going to surprise you um the little mermaid ride in Disney World Magic Kingdom I see which is probably a bit weird because I'm not really like a huge like I like a little mermaid but I don't talk about it a lot um it's not on my top list of things or anything Mm. like that but that ride oh my god like it's on the conveyor belt and you sit in a clam and you go through all these different elements of like areas and it's like you go through a big room where they just all sing under the sea and it's just amazing um and i think that is very immersive again for its time and like the clam goes back and the water comes over and i love it like i still sing along and envisions that like three years Aww. later um so I'd, I'd be gutted if they changed that beyond updating animatronics yeah. um because i think it's such a magical ride i think it's very disney and mm-hmm. um, it always made me smile and it's one of those rides that every time me and my friends went on it we would smile and laugh and have a great time so i'd be really gutted if they ever changed mm-hmm. that um yes that's the one that springs to mind there's probably quite a few but that is the one that really really springs yeah. to mind how about you so this one is kind of like not more difficult to answer just because i haven't been on some of them like the ones in disney world mm. so i don't know 100% if i like them i think in my head i will but like i, I can't <laughs> say i have liked them until i'm there yeah so i guess like my my like main one i've kind of got two that i'm thinking of it's interesting this one though so my main one's big thunder mountain and yeah you I love, love that ride and even though it's not Disney, and that's funny because I've been saying throughout this whole episode, I'm like, I need Disney theming. Yeah. I don't care if it's not Disney themed. And this one isn't particularly Disney themed at all. But I think, like, for me, when I think of Disney rides, that's that's the ride I think of, like, being at Disney. Mm. And I think I like it so much because it's kind of, like, it's not too fast, but it's fast enough to be fun. Yeah. And it's got great theming. And the memories that I have on that ride in Disneyland Paris are, like, when you're going around it, you have such a great view of Magic Kingdom in Disneyland Paris. Yeah. Especially, top tip, ride that ride at night because the views you get when you're up there in the dark with the lights and everything is so, so oh, really? pretty. Yeah, it's almost like there are lanterns because there's, like... Um, oh, don't, I'll cry. <laughs> I, I forgot what the area was called. I think it's... 
is it Frontierland? It is, isn't it? Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. So that area is really well lit up at night um, around Lake Funder Mountain and it reflects in the water as well. It's very, very pretty. So that's That's like my main one. But then another one that I kind of know, basically, I just don't want this to go before I get there. um, It's by the passage. And again, it's not particularly (gasps) Disney themed, but it's themed and... It is. I mean, it's very themed. And I just know that I know... I yeah, know I know I'm gonna that. love it, and I know Animal Kingdom's my favorite land. I just I know it, like I know it is. So <laughs> I'm most looking forward to riding that ride, definitely. Um, oh, I wish I could ride that with you for the first time. I'm gonna have to come on your holiday. <laughs> You're gonna <laughs> have, have to, to come on your holiday with you and your boyfriend. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, because yeah, I, yeah, I agree. That's like the other one that I would not want to change because it's just, it's just amazing. Like it's perfect. That ride is perfect yeah. apart from the wait oh yeah i've seen that thing sky it's in like it's crazy it's never like short wait time is it one time i queued for that before i was going to work because i used to depart just before mm. i went to work um i queued there about an hour an hour and a half two hours um, and we got so far in me and my two friends and um, we had to leave the fire escape door because we had to go <sighs> to work so i queued for two hours in a queue for a ride and at that point i hadn't ridden oh, it yet either depressing. so it's my first time riding it I had to leave and go and get in a taxi and uh, go to a work shift that ended at midnight. So uh, that was <laughs> and great. Fast passes are like gold dust for that ride. They get snapped. Yeah, I never up had like one. Crazy. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Definitely looking forward to that. Yes. And then the final thing we're going to discuss is our dream attraction. Um, I know mine. I think Rosie didn't even guess I did, when yeah. I said it. Um, <laughs> Rosie, what's one attraction that you would love to exist? So. I tried to explain this before to Casey and basically I've, I think it I've got an good. idea um, and as you know I do love Big Hero 6 well if you've listened to the previous episodes you'll know this um, it's one of my favourite Disney films and again I think like there's a real lack of representation for that film like it's a great film it really is really good like and I think if you've not seen it watch it and I think it could do with being represented in the parks for sure because mm. it's quite different and basically what I'm suggesting is that it's kind of difficult to explain if you've not seen the film. Basically, um, there's like this robot, he's called Baymax, um, and he's like a fluffy marshmallow kind of type deal. <laughs> <laughs> Look him up, you'll see what I mean. Um, and then Hero is the, the boy, the main character in the film. Um, and basically there's a part in the film where he's like on Baymax's back and they ride around and fly around the city. The city's called San Francisco. So I'm kind of thinking, we were saying this before, like a kind of soaring slash flight of passage vibe, but just Mm. Big Hero 6 themed, where you kind of go like soar around San Francisco, which obviously is a fictional place, but it's great because it's like two great places that are real mixed together. Yeah. So I think that's what I'd want to see. Um, There's probably a lot of other ones as well. Like we're talking about like maybe a stitch like surf like themed attraction as well, which would be really cool. Yeah, I just think a decent, I think for you particularly, because you love like Lilo and Stitch, a decent Lilo and Stitch ride. Again, with the music, that would be great. Even if it was just kind of like one, I think a bit like The Little Mermaid, I've not been on it, but I know you kind of like sit on it and go around and it's kind of like reenacted through animatronics. Even something like that, like, I, yeah, I'd probably ride that all day. No. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what I think I would love to exist. Um, but mm. then, what what is yours? Even though I know this. <laughs> um. So, I've been dreaming about this for years, um, and they've actually Tokyo in Disney. So Disney's Tokyo are actually doing this. Oh, so, um, yes. So what I would want is a tangled ride, obviously, <laughs> because we've been robbed mm. for the toilets. 
the toilets are gorgeous but it's not enough um so i would want like a boat ride that takes you through the tangled story and mm-hmm. um, obviously because there's the whole sea of like when you this, i see the light they're in the gondolas and stuff like that and my the dream the epitome of the ride is for anyone who has been on the pirates of the caribbean ride in florida where it opens up to the big the, the two ships and the the massive fight and it's like a massive ocean i would want that but no 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 pirates <laughs> no no firing we would instead have the lanterns uh. and just like a room full of the lanterns and that scene if i think if i actually did that i think i would just i'd just cry mm-hmm. i know i would cry um but i've was it renounced last oh 2018 it was in this oh, i feel I so that. old rosie um I thought it was only last week. Last week. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure you would tell me if it was just last week. Last year. So basically, they are um, doing like a more tangled area, right? Like area. So in Disney World, they've got the the tower, but it's quite yeah. out of the way and quite subtle. Spoilers. Um, I think it's quite insulting. You're to very me. sour about um, this, aren't you? <laughs> I am. Because it's gorgeous. And everyone raves about them. But we just have the Also, toilets. I have a question. Sorry, um, I know you're on a ramble yes. here. No, My question is, you know those pictures with the lanterns, which look insane? Yes. Where do you actually get those taken? Outside the toilets. So I mean... <laughs> So like outside basically this is and this is where I would put it, I'd put mm-hmm. it here in Disney World. I'd get sorry everybody who loves Peter Pan, I'd get rid of the Peter um, Pan ride. Mm-hmm. Um sells everybody. But um and I would put Tangled in there because it's near the yeah. bathrooms. Um and outside the bathroom, um of night time there's like it's like a walkway as you go right. past the toilets and like a little, like, little yeah. area and you as you head over you go to haunted mansion so you queue that way and it's just like a photo it's a photo pass photographer and the lantern and oh. um, but the way that all the the lights are set up around the toilets it creates that image and um, so yeah what you see you can probably see i'm going to show you after this in my <laughs> picture you can see people coming out of the bathroom wow. um but it's fine because it's magical. So in, in Tokyo, they're planning in 2022 to open. Um, it's coming to Disney Sea. Oh, nice. Tangle is coming. Um, and it's going to be set in the forest. It's home to Pundle's Tower. Um, guests will embark on a, gon- a gondola ride and experience the best day ever that Rapunzel oh, has. Um, that's cute. And you do get to ride through the iconic Lantern Festival. Um, and they're also going to open the Snuggly Duckling. <gasps> Oh. So basically, when you go to Florida, I might go to Tokyo. Well, that's rude. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like, that, that's my dream attraction, and it's quite cool that it's becoming a reality, but just in one of the like one of the hardest parks. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, which is bad, but, but I'm glad that it exists. And Disney, hopefully, it will be a good indication that it will hopefully be introduced in other And places. even if not, I hope it does. But even if not, you'll definitely go there someday. Exactly. So, so. you will see it one day yes. i need to ride through that festival and actually just i've just thought of another ride by the way well i thought of like a theming for a ride that i think you'll appreciate right. a brave themed ride <gasps> because where oh my god with, with is merida bear. yeah okay wh- where where is she like hello why is it all that my gals are all <laughs> rapunzel's in the loo tiana's got barely anything and merida's basically invisible yeah so yeah. and she's not I mean, a wisp a, a, so you know oh a merida ride where you'd have to like escape from the bear or i was just thinking you know like with the witch or is she mm. even, i think she's called the witch you know when yeah, merida yeah. follows the wisps like some yeah. sort of like magical like wispy type like pathway that you could walk you know like the alice in wonderland maze and disneyland paris yeah. maybe you could have like an immersive thing like that That'd as well really as cool. a ride with the bears like oh yeah or something 
yeah, just a meet and greet, you know, with yeah. the bears as well. Well, yeah. To be fair, yeah, because the meet and greet is quite good in Magic Kingdom, but again, you walk right past it because it's it's on the split between like two lands. Mm-hmm. Um, so you tend to just kind of like walk. Is it a split? Yeah, it's between like Tomorrowland and um. Well, it's kind of it's like a weird place, so it's quite easy to walk past it. Right. Um, so yeah. Yes, and that brings us to the end of that segment. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Um, oh, and it's me. So, um, <laughs> our Disney fun fact number four, the final one for today, um, is that when Animal Kingdom's Expedition Everest first opened in 2006, I didn't actually realise it was that young. That sounds really stupid. Mm. But whenever it's in the 2000s, I'm like, I'm shocked. Um there's a yeti so if you haven't been on the ride there's like a it's like the idea is that you're going on an, an um, expedition to try and find the like the um the yeti um the yeti used to swing that it's huge like if you look for a picture of it it's absolutely massive it's terrifying but it used to swing down and like snatch at the ride cart um and after a few months of doing this they realized that unfortunately the yeti was too big um because the yeti was actually like pulling on the like the it was it was putting too much strain on the internal core of the ride um so they basically turned it off they turned that feature off um and they replaced it it's now got like flashing lights and strobe lights and stuff like it's still really freaky don't get me wrong mm. um but i i mean there's an imagineer that is, is still claiming that they are going to fix it um but in order to fix it they would have to basically take the whole mountain apart um and restructure it and restructure all like the way that the, the yeti's attached so it would be really expensive mm. um and would be a really long reconstruction so um if you ever wonder why the yeti doesn't swing anymore then uh, that's why <laughs> and i know so, that yeah. that's a really popular attraction as well so I'm, i don't think people would appreciate no having it closed for quite a long time that's the problem is that i think people would love to see the yeti although i think it'd be really scary but people would love to see mm. them do that but mm-hmm. i think it would be closed for ages um and given that like you know animal kingdom has loads to do but not as much you know it does have loads of rides but that's that's basically one of the iconic ones i think it would be an unpopular move oh yeah um, definitely yeah especially for the impact it would have the only impact it would have is that the yeti would swing at you and at the minute it's already <laughs> terrifying because if you've been on it you'll know that mm. part is really fast so you literally zoom past it so in my head of like is it actually worth it probably yeah. not no they could probably spend that money and time on things that people on a tangled want. ride well yes that's <laughs> <laughs> so, so katie's idea <laughs> yeah yes so yeah well that brings us sadly i mean i'm quite sad about it ending to be honest i was really enjoying this discussion we, we always get definitely sad we could talk about this forever and i think we are definitely planning to talk about yes. disney parks a lot more as well yes. and actually i was just thinking of another idea like it could be quite good for us to discuss the parts we haven't been to and what we think mm. of like what they've got there as well um because it is quite different isn't it to the parks that we tokyo to. in particular yeah. is very different yeah different um, format and it might be quite nice as well to maybe get like comment like questions in advance from people about yeah. like recommendations because obviously like if, if you're listening from the US it might be quite unlikely that you visited Paris yeah um so kind of questions and stuff like that and recommendations we could do that as well so that'd be quite cool yeah I think what you'll notice that we're doing at the minute is we're doing like lots of our first episodes and more like tasters yeah. so we'll touch on things and um, to kind of see what we enjoy talking about as well because there's no point us doing something that we don't enjoy because then you'll get bored yeah we'll be bored. and we, we don't um, want that so. <laughs> so we're trying to decide what we actually enjoy talking about um in terms of Disney so by yeah. doing like a little bit of everything we can then specialize later on which would be yeah. really cool 
exactly and as always because we now say that we're on episode four as always <laughs> thank you so much for listening we hope you've enjoyed it as much as we have and if you have you can subscribe to us on apple podcasts and you can yes. follow us in podbean as well and subscribe on youtube we do actually have a youtube channel if you prefer that yes. way of listening yes. um to things and if you want to leave a review or just comments like any comments you had about this episode or just anything in general like recommendations like we were just saying mm-hmm. for future episodes anything that you want to discuss with us please leave us a review or a comment and please make sure to leave your instagram handle as well um, or twitter yeah. handle or whatever you use so then we can come and give you some love over there and can maybe continue yeah. the conversation um, and also we are still um looking out for anyone that would like to do an ad slot with us um so for small disney shops in particular um we yeah. think it'll be lovely to, to we need that. to set this up uh, we will i know i said yeah. this one is free <laughs> but we should we will set that up with maybe like a submission form type thing yeah we'll yeah we'll see. set that up but if you we promise <laughs> but if you want to reach out in the meantime you know to yeah. get the ball rolling as they say <laughs> um then yeah please do um that would yes. be great we'd love to hear your ideas for yes. that and just have your interest it would be great Coming up next time, um, we have a very special guest on the show. There's going to be three of us. Um, so you've heard us talk about her before, but our best friend Danielle um, is going to be joining us on our podcast uh, next yeah. time, which we're really, really excited about. Um, and she's our resident Marvel expert. Um, so we're all into Marvel. I've mentioned this before, but like she's she is our mm-hmm. hardcore Marvel person. Um, so we're doing like a Marvel for Dummies like episode because um, we're going to break down exactly what the Marvel universe is. Because if you're a bit like me, um, until a few months ago i didn't really mm. get it <laughs> uh, like i knew that there was marvel films and there was kind of like one timeline it's a complicated really universe and why on earth any of it is disney and <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll kind of be breaking that down for you and um, so even if you are like a hardcore marvel fan still listening because that's danielle so she'll cover you um rosie is more like in the middle mm-hmm. where she's like knows more than me so she'll kind of cover those people and if you're quite new to marvel like me but still love it because and then i'll be there for you <laughs> i'll be your representative and um, so there's something for everybody um so definitely look out for that obviously we release everything um first over on instagram is where you can get the most up-to-date news but things like instagram youtube um subscriptions would be the best way to find out but definitely follow our instagram which is um at a sprinkle of disney podcast to get all the latest information and details and teasers etc Um, so the photo challenge again yet yeah, is finished but you can go and kind of grab it yourself feel free to use it just tag us in it um, and finally if you do want to contact us whether it's about like um the small shops ads or recommendations or you just want to chat um, you can email us at a sprinkle of disney podcast at gmail.com and so we have been a sprinkle of disney have a magical rest of your day